Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hearth to Hearth podcast. We're so excited to talk to you today about a few things that go along with motherhood and Mother's Day. So this is our Mother's Day episode. How are you, Janelle? Exciting. I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little bit sick here, so excuse um, my voice, everyone, but I'm so glad that we could still make time for each other and for this important conversation today. Today, we really wanted to talk about some of our biggest lessons that we've learned in motherhood. Yeah, I'm really excited to have a conversation about what we've learned from motherhood and what our biggest lessons thus far have been. We've been talking a little bit about that. Um, I'd love to hear what lesson you're bringing to our conversation today. Yes, this time of year is so special to me because both of my girls were born at the end of May. And so Mother's Day and this time of year is just full on. I feel so just... I don't know, so many memories and dear moments and times of transition. It's it's a really sacred time of year for me, waiting for the lilacs to bloom, and it's just really special. And we were talking about what the lessons, and I was reflecting this week about what I wanted to share. And I was actually thinking this, I've been thinking this for the past couple of weeks, just about as it comes to Scarlett, the anniversary of Scarlett's birth, she's going to be two. And that was a huge moment for me as a mom. This I had, and I think we might do another episode on a birth story, on our birth stories. But just for today, in terms of lessons I've learned, her birth was so transformational for me and also Penelope, my oldest daughter. But with Scarlett, I ended up having a home birth and it was a VBAC. And and that's a big decision. Um, having a VBAC in general is seen as safe in, in most practices, but a lot of doctors are just wary because there's a chance of uterine rupture. But there's also a lot of women that have this practice of doing home birth VBACs and Birth is a very complicated issue, and there's a lot of people have very strong feelings on it. So I'm just talking from my perspective today, and I'm not going to have any sort of agenda of trying to convince anyone what's right, what's wrong. I think everyone does what's comfortable for them. And this is kind of just sharing my journey of how I, I came to what was comfortable for me in that certain birth, because with different kids and with different births, it's totally different. And... Looking back now to my journey of how I made that decision to have a home birth, I was talking to my doula 
the other day, Claire, and I was telling her, how in the world did I ever have the confidence and the determination and just this this complete trust in my body and in myself that I could do this home birth. I switched from um, a medical practice at around, I think like, I don't even remember at this point. I think it was maybe 32 weeks. I was going to say, I thought you were past 30 weeks when you switched um, and you really decided to make the decision if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah, I think it was about 31, 32 weeks and I just had this calling within myself. I had some um, appointments with the doctors and I just really wasn't feeling very comfortable with them and with the whole situation, especially with the VBAC situation. My first birth, I had a C-section because she was breech and I didn't really have any choices in that matter at all. All my choices were taken away from me. And with this, I really wanted to take ownership and I really wanted to try to have a a non-intervention birth is how I would want to say it. And so I had this uh, call with my doula, Claire, who's so special to me. She became a really close, dear friend of mine. And I wanted to talk about my concerns with her and my questions with her in this time of choosing. And so she had me talk about it with her and she had me close my eyes and she led me through this uh, visualization. And if I could visualize my birth in any way, how would it happen? And I knew instantly because I've been getting these visions, these real, very vivid visions of how it was going to happen, how the birth was going to happen. And they were all at home in my living room with the lilacs blooming outside of my window. And it was a very specific thing. It was a very specific time of day. And something in my intuition was just yelling at me that this is this is how it's, it has to be for you to be happy and for you to know that you did it the way that you wanted to do it and the and even if it didn't make sense to other people. And so then I went and researched and I found a midwife and I went through the whole process and it all happened exactly that way. And even the lilacs bloomed that that morning, the exact morning when she was born and it all was just just this magical experience that I never would have had access to had I not trusted myself and ignored the typical thing that society may have told me to do because there's a a lot of different communities in birth. There's some communities that do home birth and that's totally normal to them, but that's more on the outskirts. And, And I think just leaning into that experience and remembering how I felt at that time, I was driven by this intuition, this mother's intuition that knew that that was going to be the best experience for me and my baby. And that's how she wanted to be born and that I could do it and that I was strong enough. And I went into that experience with no fear. I mean, I was fearless. I knew that I could do it. And now I look back 
And and I'm not sure if I want to have more children, but if I if I were to do it again, I'm just looking back at that time when I was pregnant and thinking, "Oh my gosh, no one could have no one could have gotten in the way of that intuition." And sometimes a mother's intuition, it's like a cliche saying, but I really think that 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 source, that energy, wherever it comes from, it's sacred and it's better than what anyone else could recommend to you. And in all of my parenting practices, I do try, this was a hard learning curve, <laughs> becoming a mom at first when I had my my oldest the first couple of months were just me searching everywhere, Googling everything, trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. And I would come across these all of these suggestions and I found myself just not vibing with a lot of the suggestions. And then so um, wh- whatever it was when they were sick, when sleeping, breastfeeding, there's so much information out there that people try to tell you what's right and what's wrong. When really we are given this intuition for a reason because we know what's right for our children. Thank you so much for sharing the story of how you decided to have your birth at home with Scarlett. And I love remembering about the lilacs and I remember really specifically they were blooming everywhere else but not at your house yet. Right. When we were getting so close to the day that she came and then they finally bloomed at your house. It was just like yeah, so Yeah, and magical. I was walking around so pregnant and she came a day after my due date. So I was walking around every day. I'd walk out there and be like, are they blooming yet? Because <laughs> they need to bloom soon. <laughs> <laughs> this um, baby's got to come. <laughs> she's got to come. But I, it, 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 that sounds – crazy if you're if you're not pregnant or you haven't been <laughs> pregnant but if you've been pregnant then you know that you're you have access to this otherworldly kind of intuition these psychic abilities that don't make sense i mean yes. the dreams and things that i've done pregnant it's it's like it's just this magical source of powerful energy it's hard to explain but because i had access to that while being pregnant that shows you what's possible yes. and then in your mothering you can continue to lean into that trust and that is the easiest way I've found of being a mother rather than looking for all of these um suggestions or right ways and it can be really hard when you have people around you people in society telling you that that's not the right way but it, it sometimes it's just you just have to listen to it it's, yeah yeah and I think like you said, there is so much information out there and there isn't one right way. There isn't one right right way. There is a right way for each of us. And I think a lot of the information out there is presented as though it is the way and the only way. And if you do it a different way, you're wrong. No matter what side of the spectrum any of that falls on, that's the way the information is often presented. And even if you need to do, or for me, even if I need to research something in order to make my decision, I've really learned how to take in the information that I need and then ask myself, okay, what's right for our family versus what I used to do. I I remember this, like, you know, when my first was born, just the amount of Googling that I would do with every little thing that came up and 
you know, then reading the comment sections and just going so deep on all these different stories that people had. And I think connecting with a few moms that you really trust when you have questions, like we talk a lot, you know, hey, do you have any suggestions around this? Or this is what I'm going through around this and and offer each other suggestions when needed. But ultimately, I I think both of us have come to a point, which is really cool to say now, where when we ultimately are making the decision, it's based on that intuition versus I read this somewhere and I'm going to do it exactly this way. And a lot of times too, I'll take a lot of bits and pieces from different things and mm-hmm. combine it into my own way of doing something and and because I know that that's what's going to work best for us. And you're right that I think pregnancy and those early postpartum days, it's such a practice of listening to that intuition and really trusting. And sometimes it can be hard to trust, especially when you're getting other messages from outside or when what your intuition is telling you, like with your home birth, maybe isn't something that you've seen people around you do or that might be accepted by those around you. It can be really hard to listen to, but you are right that that mother's intuition, it's not just a cliche. It is something that we have. And I think we've talked a little bit about on previous episodes too, the need to get quiet to hear the intuition. And that's something I know it's there, but I know that when life gets really busy and full, it can be harder to hear. And so um, I know I'm for me, I'm working on having practices in place where I can really take time to hear it and to listen and to make my choices from that place. I love that. And I think what's really special about our friendship and having a, a friend who's a mom or just in life, a friend in any part of your life is someone that trusts you that you know how to make your decision but is always there if you have questions. So you're a more experienced mom. You've gone through all of these stages before me. Um, and so sometimes I'll come to you with questions, but then I was like a mom of two before you were. So we both have had these certain experiences What I love, though, about our friendship, and I don't know what I'd do without it, is that you let me come to you, and you've never once forced something on me. You've never told me this is the way to do it or any – even the vibe of that. You're just like, this is what works for us. Here is some information and happy to help. And it's never a judgy judgy way. It's never too forceful. And it's really allowed me to make decisions on my own while also knowing if I need help, it's okay to ask for help. And you can still, like you said, grab the bits and pieces from different sources and then tune in and feel what's best, what feels what feels best, yeah. especially mothering in a way of like if you're doing something – just because you think you're supposed to be, for me, that makes me feel so frantic and uncomfortable rather than doing it from a place of knowing that you know what's best. Because a lot of these things aren't always – what you're doing can be hard. But if you turn back to, I know that this is what's right for us, then it's easier to to pull from that well of intuition rather than okay, well, I, I I heard that this was right and so I'm doing it that way. That's kind of a more shallow um, a more shallow well to pull from rather than the deep well of intuition. That's so, so well said. 
And so what about you, Janelle? What is What are some of your biggest lessons that you've learned in motherhood? Yeah, so there's so many lessons, and I think they come daily depending on what age our kids are or what phase they're in or what we're all going through in our own lives. But one really consistent lesson that comes up for me that motherhood has really taught, and I think it's a lesson, a life lesson, but that's really come to me through motherhood has been surrender and letting go of control. And there's so many ways that I see this day to day and also in kind of the larger themes of motherhood. But I think that you really touched on something with pregnancy and birth. And there's so much that is out of our control when it comes to motherhood and to having babies. And I love the idea even of letting go of the phrase birth plan and talking about birth preferences Mm -hmm. because there's so much that can come up that we don't have control over and that things can change. And as our kids grow and we grow as moms, each day we can kind of start the day with this idea and this plan and this regimented schedule or routine that we want to follow and we want to stick to. And it comes back to to intuition too. You know, you might wake up one day and just be like, you know what, this actually isn't what's best for our family right now. And I need to kind of let go of that control and really surrender to what is at our doorstep right now that's actually here. Not this greater idea of how I think this day should look or I think this life should look or our family should look. What's actually here right now and how can I best serve our family in this moment and really surrendering to whatever is coming up, whether that is sickness, a birth going differently than maybe you had planned. Um, I don't know, even the weather, you know, having an idea of what you're going to do one day and having the weather be different and not being able to get outside with your kids. And I think that creativity can come into play and intuition can come into play with those moments when you're really having to surrender and let go of control. And I definitely tend to be a person who likes to know what's coming, likes to feel like I have control over a situation. I like to do my research. I like to have my information and have my facts and have everything in order. And motherhood has really taught me that you can do all that. I can do all that. I can have all that put together and that that will help prepare me for whatever is coming, but that I don't know what's coming. And I think one of my greatest lessons that's actually kind of rising to the surface right now as we talk has been through the pandemic. And whatever that has been, everybody has had a different experience oh these past couple years. <laughs> I'm not going to go. let out a big sigh for all I of know, us. Just, I know. Uh, but what I really have come to is that I could never have seen that coming even with the mother's intuition, right? So regardless of what each of our own experience of these past few years has been, I could never have seen that coming. So all of the planning and all of the forward thinking that I had been doing and future tripping that I had been doing, thinking about, you know, Meadow was, uh, my daughter was about like 18 months, I think, when mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, right? And figuring out what's school going to look like for her, what's preschool, what's childcare, like all this planning that I had been doing about our lives and what's it going to look like and what is the next two years going to look like, the next five years going to look like. I never in a million years could have imagined the shifts 
in our lives that came from that, from these past few years. And so I really have learned to surrender. And with motherhood especially, we had to roll with the punches. We really have had to roll with the punches these past few years and really, really surrender and wake up each day with a loose plan for the day and know <laughs> hope for the best <laughs> and hope for the best and and really surrender to i think where the like what surrender means to me too is it's not just letting go of control it's knowing that it's okay if things don't look the way that i planned and that that i'm still enough and that we're all still enough. It. Yes. And that this is not going the way it's planned. And I'm still a good mom. Yes. And we're still all okay. And that's been a really big lesson for me and continues to be. I think I often, especially if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll start to overplan and kind of go into this hyper focused mode of, okay, then we've got to do A, B, and C and get this done, this done, this done. And sometimes that's helpful because there are things that do need to get done, right? Like every day there are things that need to happen. We do have to do this. We have places we need to be. But the ultimate surrender that these plans are not always going to be perfect and that sometimes we just need to let go of the plan and shift and pivot and trust our intuition and surrender that at the end of the day, it's all okay and that we're still good moms even if things didn't look the way that we planned that morning on paper. So that's been a really big lesson for me and it comes up every day that I am raising these babies and that the world shifts and turns and my ideas of what it means to be a mom get turned on their head every day with the different things that I learn. So that's really that's really the lesson that's kind of sitting top of mind and and on my heart right now. You're such a wise mama. Oh, thank you. You are. And and if you could imagine the amount of surrender that you would have to that you would have to learn to have be, as becoming a, a parent. I don't even think that you could prepare anyone for, for that. The, the loss of control, the surrender to the experience is beyond what you could ever imagine. Yeah. But it's also a beautiful thing to know that you can't plan your way out of everything and that you just have to – it's almost a – it's it's a lesson in self-acceptance too and accepting your kids for how they're behaving, accepting yourself for how you're behaving with how they're behaving. It's all a big it's it's I I love that lesson. Yeah. And you explained it so well. Thank you. And I think you're right. I definitely had birth story things coming up as I was talking about that. I would love to we do need to do some episodes about our birth stories and go into them more in detail. I think that would be really beautiful to share with our listeners. Yes, for sure. But for our Mother's Day episode, we wanted to try out a new practice and invite you all to do it as well. And that practice is going to be to share with a mom in your life, your mom, a mom friend, um, anybody who's a mom. Or anyone who's mothered you. Who has mothered way. you, Yes why you think they're a great mom. And so Jess, I would love to share with you why I think you're a great mom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you have to breathe and receive, okay? Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Dear Jess, I think you are a great mom to your two babies because you are so creative and you bring that creativity to making every day and every holiday and every moment so magical from the creations that you crochet and felt all the way up to your creative solutions to when there are problems or challenges facing you and your family. The depth of creativity that you bring is something that I find so inspiring and I think it makes you such a great mom. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That is one of the nicest things anyone's ever told me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I'm just okay. accepting it. I'm just breathing it in and accepting it. I think all all of our listeners out there, this is such a powerful practice and something that we don't do enough. We don't do it enough. Um, okay, Janelle, it's your turn. Okay. Okay, so you have to breathe and receive. Okay. Janelle, I think you're such a great mom because I can tell through our interactions and and through your interactions with your babies that you love and accept them no matter what their emotions are and that you make sure that every one of those emotions is cared for. So whether it's being scared to sleep by yourself and making sure that there's the perfect lovey, the perfect nightlight, the perfect stars, the perfect blanket, no matter how many things it takes, you're going to make sure that those emotions are seen and that they're heard and you let them know that they matter. And I've never seen you once. I've, I mean, you like I can just tell and also from the way that you are as a friend, you you are never dismissive to those emotions and I can just tell that you accept you accept your your babies and their emotions no matter how big um or how hard you love them through all their emotions and I can really tell that your mothering it's beautiful that means so much thank you so much okay I'm gonna receive that and I'm gonna go get my crying baby (laughs) on that note (laughs) I'm so glad we got to talk about this today this meant so much um we love you all happy mother's day yes happy mother's day we love you and don't forget to go tell a mom or someone that's been a mom someone you see see a struggling mom trying to get her kids in the car tell her she's doing a good job and tell the people that you love why you think they're doing a great job so we love you and we'll talk love to you, you. Soon. talk to you soon See you next week thank you for listening to hearth to hearth it brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you we would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow rate review and share hearth to hearth with a friend we also want to say a huge thank you to eavesdrop for our theme music their amazing song alive and to daniel vengrove of gray street photography for our gorgeous cover photo and remember you are whole you are enough we love you talk to you soon